into to the online broadcast network. After Buzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! <laughs> I'd like it to keep going because I, I thoroughly enjoy it. I was like, But we better get into it. Yes. We could listen to JLo all day. But uh, you are watching After Buzz TV. We are going to be recapping Shades of Blue all season long. My name is Brandon Marlowe. I'll be your lead host. And I'm joined by my co-host. Samantha Benitz. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Samantha underscore Benitz. Hey, everybody. I'm Miera Jennings. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miera Jennings. Erica J. Green. You can find me on all of that. Erica J. Green spelled J-A-Y-E. Welcome, ladies. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Uh, are you loving the show? Love Episode it. one. Surprisingly love it. Big name behind the show. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Lopez, executive producing and starring in. That is the only reason I'm watching the show. <laughs> Aside from Ray Liotta. Yes. Right. Everyone likes a Ray Liotta. Uh, Speaking of which, the cast, honestly, is pretty phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. We have uh, Dre D'Amadio, who comes from Sons of Anarchy, who has always played kind of a raw character. Uh, we have Warren Cole, who comes mm-hmm. from The Avengers. He's played mm-hmm. small roles up until now, but what we find out in the first episode is that he's actually going to play a pretty pivotal pretty character. Good, yeah. mm-hmm. So is there anyone else from the show that you guys, a character or an actor who you've looked forward to and are happy to see in the show? No, just Ray. <laughs> I'm loving seeing Ray outside of yeah. Goodfellas. I mean, he killed it, so I really wanted to see how he was going to bring that to network and cable TV. Yeah. Now, what did you think of Jennifer Lopez? People people have their opinions on her acting. Mm-hmm. I am a huge fan of the movie Enough, which oh, I was kind of I was kind of getting favorite. a little of in in the first episode. Right. It's kind of a no mess around attitude. Uh and she really gave us to that for this first episode. Yeah. No. But that's what I love about J-Lo. I feel like she can do comedy. She can do the charming romantic movies. And she can do the action, like the tough characters. So for me, like I like just like you, I love enough. So I'm really excited to see her in like this hardcore kind of more tough, dark character. Yeah. And we can't call her J-Lo, though, on the show. Because J-Lo, to me, <laughs> oh, personifies Harley. her. No, it, it, it shows the deeper side of her. Right. Jennifer true. Lopez, okay. she's really killing this okay. part as Harley. That so is I love it. Love Beyonce's it. Sasha Fierce. So, yeah. so okay. J-Lo yeah. will lead to the stage. Okay. Jennifer Lopez. And, and she can act. And I think oh, that's yeah. the one thing Definitely. from the first episode we've seen mm-hmm. that she she's not done a role in a while. She came back kind of out of the blue. Literally. Since Shades Geely. of Blue. Since Geely or whatever that movie was that bombed on the... Right, which I have yeah. on DVD and she I watch it repeatedly. Thank you so much. <laughs> no, but, but the thing about Jennifer Lopez that I think is setting her part in this show is that they really humanize her. Yeah. It's, it's not the most beautiful lighting on her. It's very simple wardrobe, simple hair and makeup. And I think that that speaks to the type of role she's playing, but also the type of acting she wants to be doing. Yeah. That it's not 
glitz and glam that it's kind of raw. What yeah. do you guys think? But why she looks so good? That's what I was just about oh to say. She God, looks, she's right. humanized, but she's like... <laughs> she toned it down, though. Right? She did when a she's little talking hair, to the little girl in the first, like, portion of the episode mm-hmm. and she gets down and she's, like, talking to her about her little tricycle. I'm like, gosh, she's beautiful. This is natural lighting. <laughs> the natural lighting does not do this to, to me. me. <laughs> right? She's got the beautiful. unfair advantage. That's for sure. JLo never ages. But that's the cool thing about her in this show is you can really kind of see how mature she is as a person and as an actress. Mm-hmm. She's got all these different elements to her and she's really trying to show off if she's going to be a great mother versus a great cop and she's kind of got a duty to both sides and which will prevail time will tell Mm. now do you think this show it's also on NBC it airs Thursdays at 9pm NBC also has Law and Order SVU Mysteries of Laura they have a couple other cop-esque shows right now what do you think is going to make this one different than the other ones on there it shows the other side of the cop world, I would say. Instead of just putting it in this positive light, it kind of shows what they have to do in order to make those tough decisions and the protocol that they may have to decide whether or not it's important to break, whether it's going to save a fellow cop or somebody that they love. So it's kind of a little different than SVU because it's so you're used to seeing the victim and what's going to happen and you're siding so much with the cops. And this, to me, is showing that it may not always be the cop side that you're going to be on, but there's a reason why they're making that decision. Uh, let's get real. This is a show that shows cops being dirty, which mm-hmm. most people don't like to put that out there right. and say, oh, these they're protecting us, but we see it today. We're seeing it today. There are some dirty cops. I'm not saying every cop is dirty, but this show is showing that side of it. And uh, yes, she has her excuses for why she's doing this and why she's doing that, but doing wrong is still doing wrong. And so it's just no way around. And they're supposed to be protecting us. So who do we go to? And (laughs) it's also commentary on kind of what's going on right now. Right. As far as police brutality and like corruption Mm -hmm. and um, all of these trials that we keep seeing. And so I feel like it's really good timing. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if it's written well, it'll really have a good message. So I'm excited to see that. Don't you think that's also why we're interested in the show is because people love for me, th- these are crooked cops with a conscience, and <laughs> mm-hmm. we're, we're all driven by that at, at one point or another. We're making a decision based on our own set of moral obligations. It's kind of like any any film with an outlaw hero, where they're working within their own parameters of right and wrong, but to each of us, we each have our own right and wrong, and mm-hmm. for cops, they have a code that they go by, and they're trying to work within that, which to me was the most interesting part of this episode, Absolutely. was seeing... <laughs> How, how they relate to one another and how they relate to the job they do and how they find right and wrong and different things that as, you know, members of society, we would view differently, right. but we're not the ones protecting, you know, yeah. the, the members. So We don't see that. And we don't yeah. also, we don't have to make decisions like that on a daily basis. We don't go to work and have to decide if we're going to have to cover up for our partner or something. Right. Like, well, and usually. I don't know what you guys do, but <laughs> no, I don't have to. Every day I have that difficult decision, so... <laughs> And we don't see the back end, too, like, what really goes down behind yeah. the curtains, I guess you would say, of what cops really goes to. My mom was a retired police officer 30 years, so she's t- told me stories of getting hit in the head with the brick. She comes home and she's like, hey, girls, let's go to the mm. mall, you know, and you don't see all the greediness of it. Right. So I'm glad that the show is... We might have point. to get her on the phone right. and have her give us some commentary <laughs> on what's going on. Oh, no, she could talk. My <laughs> favorite <laughs> thing about these types of shows is getting a real opinion, so... The law and orders, mm-hmm. having an attorney be able to tell Absolutely. me what what is actually yeah. going on, what shouldn't be going on. The same thing with 
a police show like this, it is a hot button topic because of all the issues going on right now. And I think for them to tackle that in a way that is going to give us insight to the difficult decisions police officers actually have to make and why they make them. We saw that in this first episode. We see a cop making a a knee-jerk reaction and it does not benefit him. And we see the turmoil that he goes through making that decision. And we've all been there. We've all made a decision too quick mm-hmm. and regretted it immediately. Now, maybe not in the same capacity, <laughs> but right. I think I think that's something we can all relate to when Absolutely. we watch this. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, the show has such dynamic writing, directing, acting, and I even saw in an interview that NBC you know, took it right off the bat when the pitch was there and J-Lo wasn't sure if she was going to even play Harley Santos, but after looking at the role, they asked her, you know, why aren't you playing this? And of course, being the diva that she is and the (laughs) acting extraordinaire, she took the role. And even though it's got a lot of dimensions to it, you know, there's a lot to encompass being a mother to a young daughter who's on the honor roll and then also moving up as a detective working for this Lieutenant Wozniak, who's clearly served as a father figure for her daughter as well as a father figure almost to her, helping her get up the rungs of the ladder on the police force. So Mm -hmm. there's definitely a lot going into this. So I think that it's going to be a great show that really navigates moral ambiguity and kind of lets us see the different shades of blue or shades of humanity. That's a very good point. And I love how even though it's such serious material, the the comical relief in the show is (laughs) great. I found myself just laughing at times like, this is great writing. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm really enjoying the show. That's I enjoyed the part when they were having the little bust and she gets busted with the money and she tries to pull the gun <laughs> on the guy and they're like, no, FBI. So she's yeah, totally exciting. busted there. Yeah. And you can just see they're trying to play with the emotions of the audience as much as you're going through it mm-hmm. with her, seeing her in the beginning with her hair wet and she's just totally taken aback by this experience. And the crazy thing was is she said she didn't even recognize that it was coming. And so what an interesting way to kind of set off a series with such a dynamic statement. Yeah. Now, these are all good points about what the show is going to do, but let's get into some of the things the show did do and that we're seeing in the first episode and mm-hmm. where it might take us throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Because we've talked so far about her relationships with Ray, Ray Lolita's character, mm-hmm. who is Wozniak, and there's a lot of family dynamics in this mm-hmm. in this first episode. Not just between the officers in the precinct, but between... Jennifer Lopez and her daughter. Mm -hmm. And we see that that is the driving factor for what we're going to be seeing the rest of the season, I think. And I think that's going to be kind of the foundation is the family unit within the police precinct and within her personal home. What do you guys think? Absolutely. I feel like it's very good that they put so much emphasis on family because a lot of the times I feel like when we see other people like cops or people in um, a role of authority make questionable decisions where like oh they're just being selfish they just want to cover up themselves mm-hmm. but we don't think about all the other people that they're trying to save their partners their partners families their families so there's a lot that goes into that and I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing the development of that in the Definitely. role of family yeah and that was an interesting scene as well where Jennifer Lopez is talking to her partner Loman mm-hmm. and she's basically telling him he's a rookie that you know once you have that badge you become one of us yeah. and till death do us part was her statement yeah. so what do you guys think about that it's so true I'm, I'm, I remember growing up the Santa Claus who was the Santa Claus that came visit us was one of the police officers and stuff like that <laughs> all we, they would come on helicopters and we just knew all of them in the precinct and we just thought it would be cool to go up there ooh what is this oh you know ooh, badge. Oh, you know 
as kids. <laughs> so it was really is true. They have such a strong family unit, and you have to when someone is protecting your life. You know, you have mm-hmm. to put your life in another mm-hmm. person's hands, and that's essentially what you're doing when you have a partner or you're working with another person. You know, so Absolutely. It's, yeah, they're really hitting everything on the nail with this show. I think. So just to catch up, so far we have Jennifer Lopez coming in. In the very first scene of the episode, she is giving us a direct address. She's telling us kind of what's going on, how she's feeling, how she got there. And then it breaks to two weeks previously and in what kind of state of mind she's in. We see that she's a good woman, driven, very family focused, and that she's she's doing a few things on the side to help keep the community better. She's making a few decisions with Mm -hmm. the other police in the precinct that... They are not doing that to I help mean, keep the community. They're trying to put some cheddar in there. I feel like it goes both ways, right? So right. They, they kind of work with the bad guys to keep the drugs away from school zones and things like that. That's understandable. They're utilizing right? their resources. <laughs> utilizing their resources. So I feel like that's understandable to an extent. You understandable. Think so? no. I think I, you would let the drugs get into the school. I mean, her right mama was right, a wrong, cop. Wrong. No, she I knows right and wrong. Yeah. No, I'm not saying or she can't say nothing. There's a better way of doing that than trying to take a little money on the side, doing something you know is wrong. I'm sure that's all is. I kept thinking when she got busted. It's right. like, why would you even put yourself knowing you have a daughter and she's yeah. the only person that you can depend on? Why would you put yourself in that type of situation. Yeah. Now, do you think that the way that they're going about doing this and showing us the the internal conflict that she has, do you, do you think that's going to be something that propels her for the rest of the, the season? That she's making these decisions to help her daughter and now she's in this predicament? Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, with that scene too where she walks in and she kind of takes the gun and shoots at her partner and she has this whole methodical reasoning as to why she's doing what she does and it's clearly not her first rodeo I mean she knew exactly what to do when to do it and how to even lie and the crazy thing is she has this bond with Wozniak that even when she's in there telling her bold-faced lie he's like you blinked you know don't blink that'll give you away so he can already see these little tendencies and the quirks that she has so I feel like he's going to be on to her and because they are going after her you know, the FBI with their whole anti-corruption probe, that she has so much to lose, given that she's a mother. You know, she's also kind of the mother figure in her little precinct. So, I don't know. It's going to be really interesting to see how that develops. I think they started us off on a really good path with mm-hmm. the victimless crime. I think that mm-hmm. was an intentional, that they're showing us. They're they're getting this money not in a way that's hurting anyone else. That essentially they're they're getting the money by keeping people safe. Right. Mm-hmm. By using some of the gangs and some of the drug dealers' influence to keep the drugs away from schools, to keep people mm-hmm. safe in the neighborhood. But I think as we get into it, I think we're going to see a little bit more from Ray Lolita's character that he might not be on the up and up. That that he's not doing yeah. all this, like you said, just that's for the exactly money. That's exactly what I'm thinking. I'm like, something more is yeah. there. Because he's like, the way he was throwing the matches in the guy's face and... um. What's his name, Raul? Or yeah. Mm-hmm. Raul. Dealer, I'm like, he's not playing games. This guy's like collecting his money. And yeah, I think he, to me, Ray seems like his character seems more like a bully to me. Even mm-hmm. for the point, I, I keep, I don't know why the part where she has her hand on the gun, like as close as they were, I would have never thought that was skeptical. her first mm-hmm. intention would to be to pull out her gun and shoot him. Mm-hmm. Because it, I was, I kept thinking like, 
obviously she's she's scared of him. Mm-hmm. He's coming off as a bully. Like he wants to be the man around the place, and he's making people do things that they necessarily probably wouldn't do if he never even brought it to their attention. So I'm I'm looking at his character, and I'm like, mm, where where? But you always want to hold on to something in the character that makes you like him. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, no, he, sometimes he's a little shifty. Like, like shifty, yeah. but yeah. he did say like I love her when yeah. he heard that Christina was in a car accident. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, get off the phone, take yeah. care of her. I love her. So he clearly cares for her and her daughter. So I think that's kind of the human side of him that people are going to quickly overturn because all of his shady, you know, actions. But then again, I think he's willing to do whatever it it takes takes, in his opinion to keep his streets safe. Like, that's his justification. And keep his pockets clean. And his pockets clean. Y'all keep going right over there. They were trying to get paid. Because we have money in the casino. (laughs) Yeah, 50 grand is no small change. That's true. So... From here, we have J-Lo then getting caught. We have Ray Lolita as Wozniak, kind of the ringleader. Mm-hmm. We have J-Lo falling, what seems to be secondary, and then we have a few other cops scattered in there who are more or less just helping execute these things. Everyone's mm-hmm. getting a little little chunk of change, <laughs> as you say. <laughs> Everyone's getting paid. We want to make sure we hit <laughs> that because they are getting money <laughs> for the things that they're doing. So everyone's, you know, everyone's getting their own little chunk. Mm-hmm. And then we go and see that J-Lo is kind of a little bit more in on it than everyone else because she's the one who gets busted by the FBI. So Ray uses her to kind of fulfill his dirty work and -hmm. it's going to come back to bite him because we see her... And I'm sorry, I have to point this out. I don't understand as connected to the streets as he is how he did not know that that was an FBI informant that right she, and he, he pushed her he pushed her to keep he going came out clean, yeah. Co- go go meet up with that guy go mm-hmm. meet up with this guy okay well she finally went out there so he had no inkling that this guy was a FBI I don't know I think Good we need point. to keep an eye on and that. he mentioned that it was Juilliard type money so he even knew what I don't, you yeah. know he was getting her into I'm gonna keep an eye on that mm. because there's how did she just happen to get busted the one person that usually it doesn't isn't he supposed to be making the deals with the people he's usually he the one making the deals the rest, and stuff yeah. like that so he sends her to do this deal if it's she gets busted mm-hmm. come on now what an interesting point and he does say mm-hmm. if there's a rat I need to kill it and what mm-hmm. a twist it would be and he doesn't say who he is, is indeed the rat mm-hmm. flip it around okay. and at the trying end trying to set her up mm-hmm. Or, or, or cut a deal, or maybe he—he he might oh, get that know, money. You know, I'm not going to make speculation. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to make speculation. Now, what did you think about <laughs> the? Okay, so that takes us. We got J Lo in custody. Mm-hmm. Jenny from the block. Mm-hmm. She in the cell block now. In the cell block, <laughs> right? She she's not going anywhere. And we have Warren Cole, who is the FBI detective, has her in custody. He seems to have a little bit of a confliction internally about what he's doing because he knows that she she has a valid point. She's not trying to harm anyone. Mm-hmm. She's trying to make rational decisions in probably a bad economy. <laughs> we, we, we all understand that. Mm-hmm. And and he wants her to be the informant, to get the information on Ray Lolita's character. I think he wants a little bit more than that. Do you know what flirty, right? Okay. I was going to say that. There's a little something. Oh I feel gosh. like that's going to grow into something. Turn around. Right? And come here, when, I own you. The way he said the way oh, yeah. he looks at her, going through what he her. I was just going to say that. Like, it was intimate, right? I'm like, this guy's feeling yeah, he wants something. He's feeling some harmony. He likes a little control, uh, and he's going to get it because she's in custody, <laughs> yep. and she's not going anywhere. She agrees to wear the wire. She yeah. goes mm-hmm. to essentially get what information she can. She knows she doesn't have a choice at this point. She's the only character 
thus far that we see with something to lose. And that's why mm. he chose her to be the informant. Yeah. He knew she wouldn't say no. She's probably going to be the only one to sell out all of her <laughs> crew. So we see her get to this house. And I don't know if any of you noticed this, but my heart was racing because mm-hmm. they had an, uh, a track of a heartbeat on there. And you could hear it like it was coming oh, through yeah. her wire. Mm-hmm. Right. And the entire scene, as it built, she's walking closer to the, to the house. Barbecue. The, the like, colors are getting a little a little bit more dim. And as soon as they get into the garage, it starts to pick up. Mm-hmm. And that's when Ray Lolita makes his proclamation about the rat. Mm-hmm. Which, to all of your guys' points, I think there's more there than than the obvious mm-hmm. that they were giving us. That yeah. J-Lo. Okay, we all see that. We see what's mm-hmm. happening there. Mm-hmm. Hand on the gun. But I think there there is some context there that we need that yeah. he might be involved in another way. And now she's kind of been set out to sail and he mm. knows that it's his fault. Mm. What do you guys think? And she's the perfect person to target because she's kind of trusted by everyone there. You can see that when she talks to them, they all ask her opinion. They want to know how she does her thing. And they all listen to what she has to say. And really, that's an important position to have. And even doing that, Stahl makes her, you know, go do this whole spying thing on Wozniak while wearing her daughter's necklace, which is of sentimental value to her. Constantly a little reminder on her neck that mm-hmm. I'm doing this for my daughter in her head mm-hmm. so she can justify mm-hmm. even going on the other side for these people who have clearly been her family. Yeah. So it's going to be hard mm-hmm. to see if there is a little extra context going on, especially between Stahl, because I'm really interested about his character, actually, given that he just kind of comes in, he's very smooth, and <laughs> he doesn't seem to be too involved with anybody else. So he's going after her for more than one reason, and maybe for more than we even know as of mm. now. And can we just rewind really quick? I want to talk about Loman, right? Is that mm-hmm. his name? Mm-hmm. I feel like his character is going to be such like a big role mm-hmm. in really? this. I feel like it is, because think about it. He's the rookie. Mm-hmm. Voice of reason. The voice of reason. And he's like, you come in, you're a good guy. He's thinking, you know, I just became a cop. I'm going to save people. I'm going to, you know, get justice. And what, his like second day, he shoots somebody. <laughs> he's going to die. Right. I don't know. That, but, I'm putting yeah. that prediction in right now. They're going to kill him off because <laughs> then J-Lo, J-Lo is going to have yeah. that struggle that she is somehow responsible, that mm. this all starts mm. spiraling out of control because she let him down a dirty path. I agree with Ooh. you. He's yep. a liability. No, I agree with you that he's probably not going to last long. He's not strong. <laughs> I, I want to see, see him don't. become a really big part, even if it's okay. like... He's not. I know. Please, Loman, <laughs> stay. Don't die. <laughs> because I feel like he is still not really, um, he's not seasoned, he's not into the whole corruption thing yet, he didn't know how it works he's like, why'd you, he didn't know she was gonna shoot him he doesn't know, he's like, oh, I'm just gonna tell them the truth he doesn't know how this stuff really works yet, Mm -hmm. and he's still kind of conflicted inside about it and he's trying to decide, like, oh should I still kind of go with it, or is there still time to go back and tell the truth Mm -hmm. so I want to kind of see that play a role in the development of this whole situation with Harley, and Mm -hmm. if he, like, is having second thoughts, if he decides to be, you know, an informant. I want to see his role develop. It's not going to happen. He's going to die. Well, I want to see it. <laughs> he died. Third episode. Right. Okay. <laughs> we, we have place a bet right now. If he makes it past three. I want ice cream. I do All think right. he adds some complexity to the right. show. And we really saw that and probably... I, I would say this was the most climactic scene is when she had to sit down with internal affairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the garage, we knew that was coming. But internal affairs, we didn't know how that was going to go. We didn't know if Loman was going to to just be honest and give what really happened. And exactly. then, you know, we would have mm-hmm. Jennifer Lopez's character 
being a little shifty, saying Absolutely. saying what her version was. Mm-hmm. So I think that actually was probably a pivotal scene that was brushed over a little too quickly. I think we're going to see more of internal affairs for sure, mm. and I think it's going to keep coming back to this first episode. Especially, I, and we kind oh. of sorry, we we talked about this a little bit um, when she was giving her testimonial about whatever happened, and he was like, "Oh, well, um, the reports say that he was left-handed." Yes, mm-hmm. I feel like after that, and mm-hmm. she kind of did hesitate, even though he let it go by, and he was like, oh, "I'm just kidding." He may have caught a little something there, and like, um, was trying to test was, her, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like maybe that might, like you said, we might see a little bit more of that later on and play a role. I don't know. I thought that that scene showed her poker face. She she was like, no, she She's stuck to her guns. She's clearly. like, yeah, she I had know. the answer. I'm like, 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 yeah. Uh, um, I, maybe the no, oh, maybe it was the left hand. Yeah, I would <laughs> totally right, I meant left. Yeah. yeah. That's Another interesting yeah. character I thought was Drea De Mateo, who plays Detective Tess, and she clearly has all these trust issues that are mentioned kind of discreetly in the episode, and she mentions how her husband is getting a gym pass, and even that <laughs> kind of makes her insecure. He's like, you don't want him to be right. healthy? And Texting like, no. like a teenager. <laughs> yeah, she just clearly like. has trust issues that kind of bleed into her work, which kind of infects the area as well. So not only are her trust issues there, but also the mm-hmm. trust issues of her fellow comrades who are basically in the same system as her and learning that really even the people you trust can turn on you and in every betrayal you know there was a trust to begin with I think that is why we're going to keep being interested in the show unlike other cop shows that may all encompass one episode you get the beginning middle and end Mm -hmm. this we're not going to see the end until the final episode of the season and with all these flawed characters we're going to get a lot of character development from all of them Drea specifically was an interesting one for me because mm-hmm. she she kind of had a minor role in the first episode, yeah. but they really put a lot of emphasis when she was in the right. scenes of what was going on in her life. And I think with all these characters, we're going to see how they interact outside of the precinct and and why they are the way that they are. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to be what drives some of these some of these next few episodes. I think we'll see less of J Lo and focus more on how the other the other stars are interacting with Ray Lolita. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I saw this interview with Drea with Flicks in the City Plus, and she basically talked about how this role was similar to her uh, as The Sopranos, mm-hmm. which she played uh, Christopher's girlfriend and also Sons of Anarchy. So she's kind of played a similar role, but she said that it was very forgiving for her because she's allowed to kind of dive deeper and pull back the different layers. And also she gets to use her New York accent again, which she said she hadn't used prior. So she did mention that in these episodes that jealousy can be a common issue, especially when you're dealing with gangs or with a group of people that trust has to be the bottom line. Mm -hmm. And when Mm -hmm. that's broken with everything that happens with family, love, you know, career, your trust will be broken. But what happens afterwards is always telling of the people involved. So it's going to be interesting to see her reaction, especially with Ray, because they don't seem very close as of yet. So it seems like Ray is a little bit closer to Jennifer Lopez's character. So I'm interested to see if there are any snakes or alleged other rats that may be suspected before yeah. it is right. pinned on J-Lo. Who would you think would be the other rat if there was I I don't think we've been introduced yeah. to enough people yet, to mm-hmm. enough characters mm-hmm. to know if someone else holds that much of a role. Wait, yeah, mm-hmm. so we'll see. 
Mm-hmm. I I do have one that I you think. Do? Yes, I think I think we're actually going to see more from from the gang members and from the drug dealers. I think because they're uh, they're the instigation that started all of this. I think we're going to see some sort of connection with Ray and either the drug cartel mm-hmm. or some sort of gang interaction that he has protected someone before because that's kind of what we're getting in in this first right. episode is that they protect their own and they protect those who protect them. Yeah. So I think we're going to see more more of not the main characters who actually have a lot more purpose than we think. That's a great mm-hmm. point. And plus, I don't think J-Lo or Harley, I don't think she really knows everything that Waz is really into no. as far mm-hmm. as his involvement with the gang members. I don't think she really has a clue exactly well, you, what he's doing, You saw right? her face when she cashed the, right. the $50,000 in chips of the casino. Yeah. She looked shocked in right. that scene. So, so she doesn't know. She doesn't have the full picture of what's going on because they each get their small check. We see in the room that they're getting a few thousand dollars and Mm $50,000 to cash at a casino is a lot different than just some hush money from gang members on the street. Mm -hmm. I didn't um, I don't know if any of y'all picked this up but I was trying to figure out who was the man that um, Ray's character was talking to when he was talking about the big thing that he was working on the big payoff when he was at the trailer y'all remember that part? Was that when Which he was on the phone? No, it, it was face to face. Okay, because at first I thought it was the um, one of the DA people. I thought right. I was like, wait, dang, everybody in the morgue? Not in the no, morgue. No, 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 not in the morgue. It was in a trailer, and he was talking about bringing it on um, Harley. Oh yeah, for mm-hmm. security or yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah, just for the night. Or yeah. Something. Oh yeah, I don't know. I was trying to, but he looked familiar from another scene, so I was like, is he another? Was he another department and stuff like that? I didn't I'm catch just gonna it. watch that. Yeah. Well, this is one of those shows that absolutely, from watching the first episode, mm-hmm. we actually watched it. Twice, Twice out there. <laughs> this is one of the shows that you need to watch multiple times because they yeah. gave you a lot of information in the first mm-hmm. episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you can do that by going to NBC. They have a lot of clips on there. I don't know if they're doing the full episodes, but Hulu, I'm sure you can get it on. It's definitely worth looking for those Easter eggs that they plant to see how it's going to to keep all of the, the episodes connected. Mm-hmm. And you can also catch up with us. You can download this uh, recap show on iTunes. And every week we'll be doing start to finish what's happening in the episode, where we think the characters are going, and how they're going to influence influence the show. And I've been really excited for the show to come out, and I'm really excited to be here with you guys and, and recapping so this show. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. You can catch us next week uh, on YouTube or download on iTunes. My name is Brandon Marlowe. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at B-A-M-A-R-L-O. I'm Samantha Benitz. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Samantha underscore Benitz. Thank you guys so much for watching. I'm Miera Jennings. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miera Jennings. Hi, I'm Erica J. Green. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and all of that. And catch me on the American Crime After Show for After Buzz as well. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.